Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of Renovate with Ramos. On today's show, James will discuss how to budget and pay for a home renovation project or your custom home build with our guest Ken Sale from Hancock Whitney. Enjoy. All right, welcome back. Um, I'm here with Ken Sale, good friend of mine and business associate. He is a loan officer with Hancock Whitney Bank. We've done um, quite a bit together, and I know you do a lot more without me. <laughs> How many loans you got going on these days? Uh, generally, we're running somewhere between about 75. 75 at in, any in given my time? Personal pipe or line. is it just a month? Uh, we're, that's the personal pipeline. Yeah. Uh, generally monthly because of the type and nature of the product. Uh, we're usually doing about 20. I'm doing about 20 that I'm closing out on a monthly basis. Yeah. So one of the things that many people come to a, a builder about is, is, you know, how do you build a new home? You know, one thing is the design and the construction. The other piece is financing. So if you come across a home that needs to be torn down, or if you're lucky enough to find a lot these days, um, Ken Sale is one of few people who um, offer construction of perm financing. And I wanted to bring Ken in and talk a little bit about how you assemble that, the time frame it takes, um, you know, typically, and what are the, you know, pitfalls, the watchouts, and and some of the, you know, the pluses about the situation um, when you get when you're, you know, have the ability to build ground up. It's kind of fun. You just need to be aware of, of financing first. So yeah, it is a little different. It's um, a lot of it's a timing issue. Mm -hmm. um, as you know, James, when you find a find a lot, uh, basically, we'll start with what a, what is a construction perm loan? A construction perm loan is a loan that will allow a borrower to finance the construction of a custom home on a lot they either own or they're purchasing. Right. Uh, it it is different in the respect that the financing goes to the borrower and not through the builder. Um, a construction perm loan, when you picture it, picture it. A, bar, a borrower should picture it just as if they're buying an existing house. Everything's going to happen the exact same way. They just don't get to move in. Now, saying that, if a borrower is out, as an example, and finds a lot. Um, in the particular area and it's got a old home or no home or whatever the case may be. That borrower would go into contract with that lot. They then would come to you and structure a construction contract. Right. The lender is going to put those two together. Yep. All right. They're going to apply for a loan just as they would any other loan. An appraisal is going to be done in a completed state. They're going to use that lot contract. They're going to use that construction contract, the plans, the specs, and do it just as if it's completed and sitting on the property. So the borrower's going to know exactly what it's worth before we start. A lender's going to use that so they can base their loan on that value. Right. right? They're gonna, you're going to go to a closing. That borrower will. They will put their down payment down. They will sign their mortgage papers. Everything's going to happen just like you're buying an existing house. The differences would start after that. At that closing, that lot that they've chosen or, found or purchased would be deeded into their name. It's paid off and deeded into their name at that time. The balance of the funds to build the house are put aside in what we call an LIP account, which is a loan and process account. Those funds are going to be dispersed in increments as the home is completed right. based on a percentage of completion. The borrower, even though the loan is closed, does not start making full mortgage payments. The borrower is responsible for the interest only on the amount of money as it's dispersed on a monthly basis. So those payments are going to be very small to begin with, and they're going to slowly get a little larger as we construct the home. 
Yeah. So let's do an example. So let's say a, um, a buyer finds a $500,000 lot and they get it under contract. They find a design builder or an architect. You need a you need to end up with a contractor, but let's say they draw up a, a design for a million dollar home. So how would that work? Right. Basically in that, just as if you're buying an existing home, you can't buy the house without the land. So we've got a $500,000 lot. We've got a, a million dollar contract to build. We've got a $1.5 million package. Okay. On a $1.5 million package, we can loan up to 80% of that. Okay. So the loan amount would be 1.2. At that initial closing, the borrower would put their 300000 down. The lot would be paid off because we'd make up, put uh, disperse the, the other 200000 right? yep. to, to pay off the lot and deed it into their name. And then we'd put the $1 million, uh, aside to be dispersed okay. in those draws. As that draw process continues, the borrower is going to review it. We're going to verify the subcontractors are paid. We're going to get the notarized lien waivers. We're going to do what we need to do to protect all parties. At completion of that home, the borrower is going to then do a walkthrough through the house, make sure they're happy with everything. The loan then modifies to a permanent loan. There's no additional closing costs at that time. It's a rollover modification. So basically, which is a huge benefit. Yeah, so which basically a construction time. perm right. is one loan, but it has two phases. Right, it has a construction phase and then a permanent phase. Now, are you able to lock in their rate? That's another benefit of a construction perm. You can lock in the rate right up front. So you're locking in a rate today, which is a huge benefit today because you're locking in a rate presently that you're not going to be able to move into that house for 12 to 18 months. Right. The the additional benefit is that even though you've locked in the rate today. At completion of the home with us, if the rate is lower, we'll modify you to that lower rate. Got we it. just guarantee you not to go up. Right. That's great. That's great. And let's talk about timing. So, you know, let's say uh, today, what's the date today? You know, or let's just say, you know, January 1, you find, you find a property, you put it under contract. What should a buyer, a client of yours be expecting from a time frame? The biggest issue with that when you're trying to do two contracts, right. find a lot in a house, right. is, is the timing. You need to allot enough time on that lot contract to be able to structure a construction contract with a builder. Because a lender is going to need to put those two together. Right. Um, so and, you can't order an appraisal until right. you have and both. It's, and it's, the timing is going to vary depending on where that borrower is at in the process with a builder. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're going to need to be able to... You know, generally a lot contract closing would be 60 days. So if you're going to sign that contract, you need to be able to get with a builder and structure a construction contract within 30 days to be able to complete that and close within 60 days on the package. Okay. So you need at least 30 days from the time. Generally, because you're going to, you're going to need an opportunity to get the appraisal completed. Right. And in the current market environment, appraisals are running two weeks, yep. two to two and a half yep. weeks. Yeah, so immediately, so when the when the buyer actually has the contract on the land, they can start sending you their financial package. Right. So you pretty much have an idea quickly as to what they can afford. And then in parallel paths, they're working with their builder, their architect to do the design plan. And then the builder, you know, gets the result there and puts the package together. So you need a, you need a, you know, um, from a, from a plan perspective, you need, um, the elevations, you need a floor plan. You don't need a full permit set of plans. Correct. And then you need a specifications document and you need a signed contract. Correct. You know, with Correct. the builder. And generally I recommend the borrowers first of all get pre approved so that you do know right. what your well these borrowing days I mean, most people is. should do that. You should do yeah. that because you don't want to spend a lot of time running right. around, you know, 
putting offers on a lot when you do, they're going to want a pre-approval mm-hmm. letter. Two, you need to know how much money you can afford with that builder. You don't want to go and design a $2 million house if you can only afford $1 right. million. Right. Um, so do that up front. And as part of that process, once you find a lot, we begin gathering documents. We be, we'd start the financing side so that we can have things running parallel to the construction contract so that we can shorten that time frame as best as possible. Initially, we will go with a preliminary number. How much are you planning to spend? What's your upper limit? Right. Uh, once you derive that contract with that uh, builder, we'll then go in and tweak and modify the numbers to match that contract. That way we can immediately order an appraisal and move forward. Excellent. Excellent. I'm here with Ken Sale from Hancock Whitney in Tampa, Florida. Ken Sale's been in the business for over 30 years, right? 38. 38 38 years. Yes. (laughs) You've done a few. And you have an accounting background, right? I do. My major is actually in finance. My minor is in accounting. Correct. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. So he can read a... He can read um, the most complicated of clients so and understand it pretty quickly. But here with Ken Seal from Hancock Whitney, and we're talking about construction of perm loans. Thank you very much. Um, some of the summary of the benefits are you're going to close one time. You have the ability to finance something that's not been built yet, which is fantastic. And you can lock in your interest rates for, um, for the period. Technically, yep. we do uh, an initial... 75-day yep. rate lock to give our yep. clients time to work with the builder. But once you close, so you're good. Once for... you're closed, that, that loan's closed. Yep. You can go down, but you cannot go up on the rate. That's great. Good stuff. Good stuff. Thank you very much, bud. Thank you. Yeah.